0: Hello, it's your host, Kat Walsh, and you're listening to another episode of Trip On This. This podcast is for mature audiences and is not suitable for young children. Trip On This is intended for entertainment purposes only, and we do not condone the use of illegal substances. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Trip On This. I am with my guest, Natalie Garnica. She is a creative and spiritual entrepreneur, She is in service to making this world a better place. Thank you first for being here and second for just raising the vibe of the whole world.
1: Yeah. Appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, like just hearing the title trip on this, I was like, yes, I want to be part of this.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. And if you, so if you couldn't tell already, we are going to be diving into, of course, psychedelics, just talking about our own personal experiences and then getting into self-love, self-pleasure, and some of the passions that Natalie finds herself at this juncture. Mm. All right. So, Natalie, let's start with psychedelics. Yeah. So, take us back. Like, when? what does your psychedelic journey look like? When did you kind of
1: start?
0: How that come into your Yeah.
1: So, you know, I can go as far as, like, the first time I even thought about like doing psychedelics, um, I was maybe like 14, you know, at that point I had already tried weed mm-hmm. and I just figured, you know, mushrooms sound cool. You know, like <laughs> yep. I'm a very visual person. So um, the idea of, of imagining that these colors can become, brighter and better and cool. And like, you know, people get, you get so many different stories, right? Of yeah. like, oh, there's like things that pop out of nowhere. And I'm like, I don't know why it didn't scare me. The idea actually mm-hmm. excited me. Yeah. So I was like, wow, like, sh- shrooms sound cool. Yeah. I wasn't until like way later, like until I was like 19 or something. um I was going to Coachella mm-hmm. and, um, and the people I was going with were like, yeah, like, let's, let's try some uh, mushrooms. And I was like, okay, great. Let's try them. Um, and so that's kind of like where actually, no, not mushrooms. We did acid first. I actually did acid before I did mushrooms. (laughs) 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 And, um, and again, you know, like prior to, and let's, yeah, let's backtrack to, to acid. Like it's not, it does, it is more intense. Right. And Mm -hmm. the way people describe it does sound more intense. And, um, but I just will remember the first time I even knew someone personally who had done it, Mm -hmm. he was like, it's not as scary as people make it seem. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So when that um, invitation to do it at Coachella came Mm -hmm. about, I was like, okay, sure. Like I'll do it. And luckily I was with somebody who I I trusted and loved. Yeah. So I think that that was also really important to why I was like open to doing it there. Yes. I know that if I tell that to a lot of people, I am sure there's people listening now being like what at a festival your first time (laughs) like that's intense right yeah and it was also magical for me because I'm a high energy kind of person Mm -hmm. as as is so with um with the acid like it was I was able to have a space at Coachella where I was able to express that level of excitement and energy I was feeling inside you know like and nobody around knew either because everyone was jumping around and, and dancing, right, right? Right. And for me, dancing is also such a huge, um, just a huge form of expression for me, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was feeling all those emotions and you're hearing the music and you're seeing the visuals, I was like, yes. I like started <laughs> to cry. I remember just being like all into it and just like crying, right? Um, and then uh, later on, I had done shrooms at, in San Diego. Um mm-hmm what is that big park that's in San Diego? Oh, I always forget. Anyways, there's this like really big park, um, in San Diego and there's like different gardens all around. Mm -hmm. And so we did it there. And I just remember having like the giggles the entire time. I was like laughing so intensely. I was like crying again (laughs) in (laughs) in my feels, crying, but like of happiness, you know? And, um, and again, like, I think because I was always with people that I trusted and yeah. I loved, it was just a fun time, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was, I was, I would come back to the, your first part about acid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I Acid's interesting because, you know, I think the big thing with acid too is that uh, acid's not created equally, right? Like, mm-hmm. and neither are mushrooms, but acid really is not. Like, there's a lot of different levels. It could be very mild or it could be extremely intense. And mm-hmm. I think that's also... You know, um where knowing where one gets it and like who's done it and who you're with becomes very, very important. Um I think in in some cases, some people say you're in more of the driver's seat, right? Like yeah. you're in more of the driver's seat with acid. And I think that is, of course, subjective for everyone, but it really is like depends on who you really ask and how that and how that goes. But You know, being in a festival setting, like, it is true. There is nothing that sounds, music sounds fucking bomb as fuck when you're on a psychedelic. It just does. Like, you, it's like you're hearing notes that you couldn't hear before. It just, it just becomes, like, just a soul expression. And in some ways, I could, you know, it can go probably both ways. I'm sure there's people that have had a a bit, been been overwhelmed, you know, at a festival setting, and, like, that's their first time taking it. Or like you're saying, having an outlet mm-hmm. and maybe not having a self-consciousness because it looks like everybody is in that state and <laughs> probably a lot of them are. But-, yeah. <laughs> but just like you were saying, like being with the people that uh, that you trust is probably like number one to me, mm-hmm. even more so like than setting. Like, yes, you definitely want to be in a safe place and whatnot, but like if you're grounded yeah. by a person or people, then you're going to be in a lot
1: better 100 percent, because like um I remember having done it a different year also at Coachella and at this point I was like in a tent by myself um you know, at some point in the night, my friend like walked away and I was by myself. And then that's when I was like, uh, I don't know if I really like it right now. Yeah. You know. And then that's uh I had to take a step out and be like, okay, like, let me find somebody I know. Like, yeah. again, like you said, the grounding, knowing that there's somebody there that mm. you know, that this is like, okay, you're real. I know you're yeah. good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that really does help. And so, you know, people that want to take that adventure that want to take that exploration it is like a Mm self-exploration but um knowing that you have someone to kind of like always keep you grounded in that process it's it's really important and even yourself yeah I think you should um people should definitely take a moment to know if they're trying it for the first time like how grounded are they in themselves too like and in their emotions right like you said earlier about the the difference between like the shrooms and the acid, I think um, the way I described it to one of my friends that I had given him shrooms for the first time is that sometimes with shrooms, it is like not so much in the driver's seat because it is like very emotional, right? Yeah. And I think because of, since it is like a, a natural, it's a it's a natural drug now, you know, you, they yeah. grow it in the ground. Yeah. And um, it really brings up your natural emotions that are already hidden inside of you. Yes. Whereas like the scent, the synthetic drug, um, it's forcing you to react and have the emotions and, and experience that it's created to make you have, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: That's very well said. Yeah. yeah so I agree. That,
1: that's how I, I, I realized it. Cause for a long time I kept thinking like, why is it that like with shrooms I'm all like more in my, like in, in, in a different type of feelings than I am with acid. Right. Yes, Even yes. though the visuals are very similar. Um, but the emotions are definitely a lot different very Mm -hmm. very
0: different and and that is a that is a big one that i know people that have um uh explored acid and or lsd and and mushrooms can that's the biggest distinction i've always heard too uh same for myself like i have fun Mm -hmm. um and i can see why i could see why like lsd was a a big like festival drug right because not only can it just it does it last a long time (laughs) but It is, um, it's cool and this and that, but it's not quite as introspective
1: Mm -hmm.
0: where a mushroom journey can very well not be a a party at all. Now, I, yeah, it really depends on like how much you've done it, but like it's, it could be set and setting again, right? Like you take mushrooms in a park, it's not a party. Yeah. You know, it's not like. (laughs) Where like something like ecstasy, you could be rolling your face off at a park and it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, it's more mm-hmm. fun with music, but it doesn't, at least personally for myself, it doesn't have a kind of an, a uh, the emotions of it doesn't really change. Yeah. Where with a psychedelic, a true psychedelic, mm-hmm. like a mushroom, um, yeah, they, it gets in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think that that's why it is, um, and then when you start like now cuz obviously when I first tried it was like I'm just doing it for fun. But as you start learning more about the drugs that you, once you use, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like reverse How We should have probably do the research. Right. Before.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. yeah, You know, um, we are young. <laughs> it's fine. Right.
1: Um, and then, but after you start like really looking more into it, and again, I think m- more for me, I wanted to really understand like, well, why is it that I'm experiencing these things? Like, how is it really like, I'm a nerd like that, like to get mm-hmm. all uh, into the science behind it. But, um, like you start learning also the history behind shrooms and and the natural abilities, right? And the the actual medicinal ways that it's been used throughout history and through like Native Americans and through other um, cultures. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's like, uh, again, because now like I think shrooms, carry that like spiritual ability to like tap into like a different level of spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, just like then ayahuasca, I haven't personally done it yet, but I'm definitely like, I've been intrigued to be like, okay, great. Like I think when, when the time is right and mm-hmm. when I feel like I, I'm ready for that next adventure, um, I, I am intrigued. Cause again, that level of spirituality and, that you can reach through psychedelics is also there, you mm-hmm. know, when done, um, with the proper guidance and it's pretty i think that's that's cool like right like when you're now like now it's not just about the fun and the party but it's now it's like really about yourself and i think that's the beautiful part about psychedelics that they can be both right and it all depends on what is your intention like what do you what do you really want this to be right now yes
0: and i and i my actually my cousin is the one who uh just talked about this. He goes, you know what we do anytime we ever kind of embark on a journey, he goes, we set an intention. Mm-hmm. He goes, even if it's just to like bond and get closer with our friends mm-hmm. and something very like, you know, or, or something much deeper, right. I, you know, want to go on some self-discovery, but just making, um, doing everything with purpose, mm-hmm. I think is important. Yeah. You know, I
1: just, I'm also thinking about like, a the use of DMT and how people also still use that too. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I've personally have, have, tried that then. Like, I think that's the latest newer, like on, yeah, for me, it's like, Ooh, the- tell us about it.
0: <laughs> tell us about it.
1: Okay. Well, um, so it started off again, another friend just sharing with me how he had done DMT out in Ensenada and how like, he, normally people like to do like DMT with their eyes closed. Mm-hmm. And, um, but he did it, like, with his eyes open. And again, you know, once you you tell me that something looks cool, like, visually, yeah. I'm all in. You know, I'm like, ooh, okay, let me try it, you yeah. know. And I do want to also mention that, like, I've always felt really confident in my, um, my mental strength. And again, in my, like, self-grounding to know that, like, whatever new psychedelic I was going to experience, that at any point I could always be like, okay, Nat, like, you're in control. You're in control, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so... Um, So yeah, so then DMT came along, um, we met up at our friend's house, did it um, through this like vaporizer that he had just specifically for it. And like, as soon as I I took a hit, um, the colors just immediately like got not just HD, but like now it looked even animated. I felt like I was in like a a Simpsons episode or something, you know, like if that's the best way I could probably describe it, right? And, um, and so for me, like the way people described acid was actually how I felt with on DMT with my eyes open. Oh, but the thing really? is with DMT, it only lasts about like anywhere between five to 10 minutes, maybe 12 at max, you mm-hmm. know, um, depending on people, but, um, that's usually the range. Yeah. And so I'm here like looking at the colors and it's so, it's fun. You know, I never felt scared at all. Um, but it, when it, when you finally close your eyes, um, that's when the big visuals come in and it's like, it's so fast and fun. And like, you're just constantly seeing like these shapes, like imagine living in a kaleidoscope, you know, you're just like in a kaleidoscope, which is why when you see, um, what is, oh, I always forget his name. Um, there's this, uh, painter who likes to paint After or while on DMT, and a lot of his. It's not Alex Gray, right? I I think it is, maybe.
0: Is Is it? Is it like, does he? Is it like a lot of. um, Like, like. love yes you see like a a print but it's more of like the anatomical the right word like Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like lines and things like around exactly yes
1: and so he you know like there's a reason why that happens is because like in in inside of us we're that's what we're seeing we're just constantly seeing these shapes and colors um, transforming and you get these images come to you that again I think is is like a message that your heart wants you to know you know at least that that's what it came for me you know in the in the different times and um yeah and i just felt like held and I felt like oh that's like what the inside of me looks like you know it's like mm-hmm. colorful and fun and you know um I remember one of the because my friend had told me before doing he's like yeah there's like these creatures that come out and they pull you to different rooms and I was like what like oh, he's like, what like what yeah, the entities? yeah and I was yeah. like what <laughs> are you talking about creatures <laughs> he's like yeah yeah but it's not scary at all I was like okay so but yeah like once I was in there like I I understood it for me it was like these like faceless black figures that would just, like, pull me to, like, look in a different direction. And, again, the minute I would look in a different direction, it was, like, a whole other room of colors and, and shapes, you know? Wow. And so this one lady, I, I could tell she was a lady, but she was, like... I just will never forget. It It looked like she had a big old smile, even though she didn't have like any eyes or anything. She was just like a big old smile and she looked like a fat lady, like just sitting like that, but with like big boobs and like just voluptuous. And she just looked like she was having a good old time. Oh and for me, I imagine her being like my sexual energy. She's just be like, yeah, girl. Like, you know. <laughs> Maybe it was. Right? <laughs> totally. So yeah, that's like one of the things that I saw. That's but hilarious. Yeah, so this, for me, it's definitely been, um, I, I enjoy it a lot. And, but like I said, unfortunately, it's like only short periods of time. Yeah. So um, you can only do it so many times also within like that time frame because or else you're not going to really get that yeah. same experience. Yeah.
0: And you really said it because I was going to say, what what did you make of that experience? Like, uh, like when you see like the lines and colors and like everything looking cool, like it, does it feel like you said, just this connection to... Does it feel like something outside of you, in you? What is like, is it like when you said it's a part of you? Mm-hmm. What, like, how would you?
1: Uh, I think I would personally say it's definitely in you. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, it just, I think it it brings up or brought for me, um, it brought up like safety, like within me, like mm. again, just like a, it felt, it just felt beautiful. And like, like, I don't know why I felt like things are going to be okay. You know, like, I don't know. it was not like I was even going through like a crazy time or anything. It was just like, it just felt nice, you know, mm. to, to know that I guess, like, like I said, these entities are like there to protect you or something, you know, like yeah. it wasn't it. That's how I felt, you know, it was, it was definitely something that I felt was, these images were already inside of me, you know? And, and like, I think that's like a level of like our creativity that we sometimes suppress, you know, like these images we can think of. Yeah. We can really create these. Mm -hmm. And, um, but we, as we get older, sometimes suppress our creative energy, you know? Yeah. And so like, that's, yeah. I think what came up for me, you Yeah, know?
0: Mm-hmm. absolutely. So <laughs> knowing that psychedelics are uh, an important part of your life, how has that impacted your romantic relationships?
1: Mm. Well, I think most importantly, what psychedelics has done for me is just in all relationships is just reassured me of who I am already. So again, for some people, I think, if they go into doing any drug without really knowing who they are or like being confident in who they are, they can get lost in the drugs. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, but I think at a really young age, I was already really always really confident in who I was. So, um, going into, into doing these experiences, it just reassured me of like the joy inside of me of like, the beauty inside of me or, you know, like, or the relationships that I can create, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and I also want to say on that note with the relationships being created that sometimes, um, we can confuse like relationships when we're in drugs, like on drugs. And then, um, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it's more about like what can be created afterwards, you know? For sure. Right. And so that, that's why I like, that's like the other part. I want to make sure that, like I say, because, um people it's it's really easy to be vulnerable when you're you're on something right yeah, when, when, yeah. even it when you're, a hard you're opener, just drinking,
0: literally <laughs> yeah
1: yeah even if you're just drinking and you're like more vulnerable because yeah. you're like you're not uh the walls could start coming down mm-hmm, you know right mm-hmm. so it's like I think that that's like the other part too because I used to think that I was so open and free and and you know you and I have talked about how um I then started learning about Tantra and realized, mm-hmm. oh Nat, you're not so vulnerable and open and free as, as you thought you were. Yeah. You actually have a lot of walls up mm-hmm. because you've been hurt by mm-hmm. by multiple experiences in your life that hurt your heart, you know, a lot of heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And so, um and so I think I was definitely at some point chasing drugs too, to feel that like openness again right and just be like yeah well I'm here this is me yeah it is a part of me it it was a part of me and deep down inside like I was fun and and um but I had to be really honest with myself to be like Mm -hmm. okay Nat like you get to do that too um without the drugs you know yes
0: I'm glad you brought it up because this is by no (laughs) means this is not you know run out and get it obviously um people can't as we know uh but It is important to talk about the integration and important to talk about um, really using anything as a crutch uh, Mm -hmm. is not good. I actually talked about this on uh, a previous episode that I just, I remember I just was feeling down and whatever, and I ended up having mushrooms. And first of all, like, that is like not the right time to have mushrooms. (laughs) I'm like, and of course, like, what did I do? I felt down times 10. I was like, excellent. Uh, That didn't help. But I like, I knew better because I'm like... They really, psychedelics should be, any drug really, Um, but psychedelics in particular, like with a level of reverence, because it is about the learning process, Mm -hmm. and I never take like a psychedelic, just be like, oh, I'm going to have like so much fun, I mean, I do, but like, I'm, it's always with like the intention, I'm learning something about myself, that I can integrate something about myself, that I'm, you know, seeing things from a new perspective that I never saw before, that I could just bring into my life, and just, you know, make that better.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and so like with, with relationships, I think that, um, for me it's really built, um, again, a stronger relationship with myself first, which I think is a result of then building stronger relationships with everyone else around you, you know? And so I think that, that, that I, (laughs) um, I know that, I personally like to encourage my, my partners to to try it sometimes Mm -hmm. too, you know, like, um, if they haven't already experienced it before, Mm -hmm. because, and let's not just say my, my lovers, but like also people that I just love in in general, because uh, again, I think my experiences have been very fun. Mm -hmm. They have been very enlightening personally, you know? Um, and it's also not like a, a roller coaster of just like, oh, we're doing drugs all day, every day, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but it, like you said, it is just for me, like an experience that I think people get to experience. You know, mm-hmm. why hold ourselves back from this um, idea? Because somebody had it long ago has shamed it, you know, yeah. and has said, like, no, this is not something to experience, right? Yeah. And a lot of people also like to uh, counter with that being like, well, you know, it does bring up wisdom. And sometimes um, they want to, that's how they keep people suppressed, right? By, by not allowing them access to that level of knowledge, yeah. you know, and that level of, and essentially, level of self-knowledge. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's super empowering, you know, when you get to reach that level. So, you know, I think that that's important.
0: <laughs> you just said exactly that... So this podcast, right, Mm -hmm. cut three years ago, there would have been no way that I would have ever done something like this. Mm -hmm. I would have never bet on myself. You know, it was just the mindset was just in such a box. Mm -hmm. You know, I was in such a box and realizing how programmed, I was into my box. I was like, okay, I've only been to, i only went to this college. I, I'm only this level of, you know, I've only have this degree. Like this is how much I can probably make.
1: Mm-hmm. This, is,
0: this is like my, this is my world, you know? And while it's not of course uh, just from these different plant medicines, but I will say after my ayahuasca journey that I had a couple years ago is really when I did feel a big shift Mm -hmm. for me, an awakening, if you will, um, awakening to my own power. And I realized I started looking at not just the world differently, but myself differently. And I remember one day I was watching a friend of mine's show, which is fucking Epic. And it just like dawned on me that I'm like, I can have anything I want, actually. Mm. And it came out of nowhere. Like, it's... And literally, what is happening is, like, when you do uh, psychedelics and things, it does develop pathways. But it just... Something woke up inside Mm -hmm. that I just went on this deep spiritual exploration. And that's not just to say through uh, substances, through, you know, a lot of different reading, a lot of different crying, a lot of different, (laughs) you know, a, a very long journey to showing up to the woman I am today that's still on her own journey but has done a lot mentally since that moment because it feels crazy just betting on myself yeah you know that's a crazy fucking thought to me Mm -hmm. and it feels really good and it just it is that it's wisdom like you were saying yeah it's it's getting to see yourself differently
1: like i like how you said that um it really wakes something up in you because that's what happens and so when something's woken up it now opens up more questions it opens up mm-hmm. more possibilities you know mm-hmm. and so now you're now open to viewing reading looking at things more often and being like okay like well, what else can i get not through that same substance but what else is out there right that yeah. can can um accompany this experience Mm -hmm. you know and like you said the integration into the real life right so it's like and it's a spiritual awakening for a lot of people Mm -hmm. on um for sometimes you know um and so i think that that's really important to remember that it's like you're you're waking up parts of your brain that you either had forgotten already Mm -hmm. you know and like suppressed for a long time and you're, you're waking up again to and you're like, wow, this feels good. Wait, this has been in me this whole time? Yeah. Like, how can I keep doing, like, in, like nurturing that part of me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It brings
0: up that childlike wonder. It's like, the simplest fucking things are interesting. Everything, you, you, <laughs> yeah. it's almost like, you kind of attach meaning to a lot of things or you see things through a different perspective. Like, you know, the idea of just... St- taking a walk can be so amazing. And it is so amazing. Like yeah. we're fucking alive. Like we're like living a human experience. Like this is amazing. Yeah. You know, like it is incredible. Like our, we crew, like ourselves like made this, like this is insane that we're having this experience, but I think you forget that. And when you are on, on in that kind of state, you, you stop and see everything through a new lens.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. we or- or, again, through an old lens because it's, yeah. like, all those senses that, as you said, like, when we we're kids, mm-hmm. you know, we're, like, you know, we're just so open to learning and experiencing and viewing and touching and, you know, mm-hmm. touching a lot of touching, <laughs> <laughs> Lots of touching. <laughs> Lots of touching. <laughs> and, um, but, yeah, and as we get older, we're, t- we're told no. We're told no, 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 right? And then now we're now, like you said, in these boxes. Mm-hmm. So, like, why not get yourself out of that box for a bit, you know, just to like, be like, oh, that was cool. That was refreshing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and then again, be inspired. You know, it is a great, inspiring way, you know, just look at how many musicians have used psychedelics to create uh, these everlasting songs, Mm -hmm. because, you know, like, deep down inside, it's like those emotions we're all feeling and again, are not willing to expose otherwise. And so I think that that's like a, Another way where it's like, okay, why not allow yourself to to be, be the the vessel to experience that yourself? Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. That's so. actually this is a great little segue <laughs> into my next question, which is, just what do you feel the role of fun and joy is mm. in an adult life? Because I, <laughs> I, I feel like I know a lot of people that have kind of almost resigned to fun, uh, even in like their early thirties, and I'm like, okay. But I'm just curious about your perspective. Does it, does it, do we reach a certain age where we, where fun takes backseat?
1: (laughs) Um, no, like I think it's all up to the person, you know, definitely fun is just, I think a a perspective of realizing that the things that we do is either like, an I get to, or I want to, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when we start viewing things as like, I like, no, like, a, not a I get to or want to, more of, like, I have to or I get to. That's yes, what I mean. Yes, yes. Um, Because it's, like, once we start seeing it, like, as a, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that, it just immediately puts this, like, heavy energy, like, this mm-hmm. heavy weight on it where it's just, like, it's just a duty now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, in reality, everything we do is a choice, yeah. you know? Even if people think that, that they don't have a choice, like... Mm-hmm. Technically, you do. It's never. It may not be the best choice, but or the (laughs) the easiest. Yeah. But anyways, um, but how do we get to still make each moment we're experiencing like? fun, right? Which yeah. means like, we don't just have to just go by it mindlessly. But um, really, how can we get present with it? Mm-hmm. How can we really just enjoy each moment that we're doing each thing? Yeah. Right. And it's a difficult thing. I'm not a master at it. You know, I'm still working on being present at every moment.
0: <laughs> Who isn't? I mean, maybe maybe monks are like, but I think we're all very guilty of either live like thinking of the past, or the future. It's yeah, the now the very now moment is a tricky one yeah it's hard
1: but I think bringing fun into what we're doing um makes us want to be present right oh,
0: yeah I mean that is when I want to be the most present <laughs> i am team fun forever but it's it, it is I love how you I love how you took that question yeah. because it is true that that fun and play can be part of even the mundane yeah you know like you you can just bring it into life and you're like how do I how do I create the most like joy from this experience? Especially mm-hmm. anything. If you have to do something, like you're saying, I did this for myself, right? But before at my at my last job, I I remember thinking I had a lot of like, oh God, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do this. And I and I remember for the last year, I'm like, okay, it is up to me to either be miserable every day. Yeah. Or to be excited that I get to learn something for my future company that I get to do.
1: And, and like, so I have this, uh, spiritual coach, her name is Amber and she just this whole month of October, she, she presents the conversation of fun into our group and, you know, just being like, okay, like really looking at the underlying emotions that hold you back from experiencing fun. Like, what Mm -hmm. is that? You know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people were like judgment, like judgment on myself, fear of judgment from others, you know, um, just like. A lot of like comparisons things like that you know so it's like when you start thinking about like well why am I holding myself back from just having fun from just being present from just like trying something new like yeah. what go fucking dance right like why why am I gonna hold myself yeah. back you know like when you get into a new room like full of people that are already having fun like and you're just like the negative Nancy on the corner like think about like why are you holding yourself back from yeah. having fun right yeah or you know just even like with your work uh, like so when she she present that I was like, okay, cool. Like now I am going to go do some work. And um something I was like procrastinating. And I was like, okay, let me just put some music on. Immediately, it became fun, you yeah. know, right? Yeah. And it's that That's simple. like cleaning. You're
0: like, they just need I just need some house music.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> going to shake my butt a little. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get through this. Exactly. And so it's like we can choose to create even the things that are not so fun mm-hmm. a little bit more fun by yeah. tweaking here and there and that's again that childlike in us that creative part in us that like mm-hmm. we're suppressing for who for what yeah you know for who i mean <laughs> the who? only person missing out is you yeah
0: the for who is the big one because i think what i what i hear is kind of the overwhelming reason behind it it mm-hmm. comes from uh a shaming
1: mm-hmm. like
0: somehow and and I just want to caveat, like, look, fun for me does not look like me going to the same clubs that I went to, sitting yeah. on, like, a promoter's table, like, perched up with my drink. Like, look, no, no shame. I'm, just, I'm not doing that now, but, <laughs> but, like, I still go and, like, but my fun has, like, changed. I was like, but I love to dance, and I hope yeah. until I'm old and gray— I wanna go dance. I love festivals. I don't give a fuck how old I am. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why do I get to not have fun? Because I hit a certain age, but I just like checked out on fun. I was like, (laughs) oh, we're done. I'm 40 (laughs) or something. You know, I'm like, I'm 34. But you know, I'm just saying like, I never, I hope hope I'm dancing until I'm old and gray. And I hope we can normalize that. Like why? And I'm not saying be out of control. I'm, I'm not, I just mean like prioritize joy, even for parents.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: damn get a babysitter and like go go f- fucking dance or do whatever is fun for you like laugh your ass off it's 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 gonna help everything around it just elevates your space mm-hmm. Ele- because if it elevates your own vibration if you're happy happy vibrates high just going through the mo- the motions just let me just say I'm just Pro fun guys, just go have a good time. It's important. We live one life that we can remember, you know, it depends on yeah <laughs> on your reincarnation or if you believe in that. But like, as, as far as you know, you're living one, you might as well enjoy it while we got it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And again, just being, making sure that being present is, is like what's really bringing in, like making you want to enjoy the fun. Right. Cause you're just like, um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to try and be, always in the moment and so I think that if you make it something you want to create you know again allowing yourself to be childlike um I think that that's a great way you know and I and again as we were saying earlier the psychedelics do enhance that you know like they 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 remind you of what it was like you know I, I remember just like playing with my little cousins and being like wow like I, I, I don't know how to talk to you right now because it's like my imagination is not at your level, you yeah. know, and it's kind of sad to, yeah. to, to be at that level sometimes. Um, but give me some shrooms. <laughs> I'll be there. Like, you
0: know, yeah. oh, my God, you know, it's really funny. I was just watching. Uh, it was an old TED talk or they might have not been TED talk, but basically there's a woman that studies. um She's involved with uh, psychedelics, but also the child's mind. <laughs> basically, she basically just said like kids are basically like tripping all the time, the way that their brain operates, like the way that the chemistry. And I was like, that's true. It's true. Like yeah. as like, you know, decision makers and like this and that. Like, no, that's not where they're, that's not, that, that's that's why like when you're like tripping your face off, like I, you shouldn't just go and make like a big corporate deal right now. Like that's, <laughs> nobody's saying that, but it is like there are other parts of the brain that you're accessing and things that you can eventually probably bring over into that but uh it just made me laugh about the kids thing because it was like apparently kids and and adults on psychedelics are
1: basically similar (laughs) (laughs) i can see that yeah totally
0: yeah um so i'd love to start getting into now kind of some of your passion um i know You've been working a lot with a lot of women around Mm -hmm. self-love,
1: self-pleasure. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So, you know, um, I think in relation to what we were talking about also, it's really that conversation of being present, right? Um, Being vulnerable, being Mm -hmm. open um, and being willing to take risks, you know? And so when you don't trust yourself in those levels of just like knowing who you are and what you're here to do. I think a lot of people put a lot of weight and pressure on that idea of like, what am I meant to do? What's my purpose kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really want to pull back and be like, okay, let's not focus on like what your purpose is. Cause I feel like every human being's purpose on this earth is to love. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, let's take the purpose out. It's more of like, how are you meant to love? Mm-hmm. What is your, like, what is your superpowers? What are your gifts that will enhance the way you love in the world? right? And in order to do that, we must learn how to listen to ourselves, to really listen to our heart, to our soul and listen to like, okay, what does your heart and soul want you to do right now? What's your purpose for right now? Mm -hmm. Not for the rest of your life. This isn't like a life or death experience, you know, but it's like just right now, what are you meant to do? And that way you can really love and be present, you know, and be happy where you're at. Um, And so I think that it's really important to like start learning and building that confidence through through listening to your body, right? Yeah. Which, you know, one of the ways I've learned to do that is through sex, right? Really mm-hmm. being open and connected with my sexuality, my feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, with that happening, you then, I think, enhance, again, that's your senses, your ability to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. and more so being vulnerable with yourself, like... Um, If you can't even like make yourself orgasm, how are you going to be knowing how someone else is going to make you orgasm? Right. right? Or have the courage, like, of your voice to be like, hey, I don't like that. Don't do that. Like, you know, (laughs) you're going to keep faking a moan? Like, no. Like, it's not going (laughs) to (laughs) work. So, you know, it's really, I think, important um, and connected to how much our sexual energy. And our ability to be vulnerable in that space with ourselves can then translate into like again the rest of our life. Yeah. So I yeah. I'm
0: I'm I know we talked about this a little bit, but I'm recently started Tantra yeah. as well, a Tantra program. And uh a lot of Tantra for those listening, Tantra is um the the broadest way I can say it is kind of the meeting of sexuality sensuality and spirituality kind of mm-hmm. coming together and uh i said this to my friend i was like it's basically pussy power uh, it's really <laughs> what it is but for women at least um but part of a lot of the practice is self-pleasure mm-hmm. while manifesting thinking of letting go of deep hurts and whatnot of uh manifesting kind of the future it's almost like mm-hmm. using that energy but it's also just really getting to know yourself mm-hmm. and what you like and what feels good, and that there's different ways to even like pleasure yourself. Yeah, uh, that I even I was unaware of. I you know like I'm sure like most girls like we know our ways, and there's and there's way and there's things that we know that we can think of pretty quick. That's like if you're on like a a, a mission, then like sure okay, like you could do that quick. But like to actually really get to know yourself yeah makes it a very different experience like you were saying then into the bedroom with somebody else because mm-hmm. you truly understand like what feels good and how
1: yeah so I really like how you said that Tantra is like a great blend of spirituality sensuality and sex right and your sexuality and uh, the way I see that all three of those areas are essentially you, right? That all, all those three together is you. And when you are fully connected into like your senses, which again, I think sometimes sensual, people hear the word sensuality. They automatically confuse it with sexuality. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, but they are still different Mm -hmm. because sexuality is, um, I think the energy that happens inside of like your vagina or penis. Mm -hmm. Right. And but the sensuality or is like the activation of the senses. Right. And that can include your smell, your taste, like not just your touch. And I think that that's like really important. And what's magical about Tantra, um, that really you now feel like all your senses have been woken up, right? Like Mm -hmm. when you, if you haven't had a full body orgasm before, um, when you do, it's like people feel like, oh, wow, this is what I've been missing out on this whole time. Yeah. Which, again, that's kind of how people feel like, again, when doing psychedelics, they're like, wow, this is what I've been missing I out know, on this whole right? time. <laughs> like, like your senses get ignited, you yeah. know. And and um, But it does require some sense of uh, intimacy with yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that with spirituality, it's the same thing. Like it requires a level of intimacy with yourself To be able to go deep inside of you and really, like, speak to your higher being, right? To your higher being, you know, I, I say God, you know, whatever anyone else chooses to use. But, like, when you get to that level of, like, deep intimacy with your inner self and your inner voice that's where like your spirituality gets ignited you know mm-hmm. so imagine having all three of those things just getting ignited all of a sudden you're like whoa like <laughs> yeah. explosions of like life like yeah. you feel awake in life and um and so how can you not then feel confident in yourself right yep. how can you then not feel like like Daring to now, or courageous, right? To now take risks. Like, look at you, you know, you've now felt this like level of confidence that, you know, you didn't before because, like, you were you were put in a box that everyone else told you about but now that you're like inward right now you're seeing like oh shit like I can I can trust myself to do this because I do you know and same goes for me like I you know I was like too busy trying to listen to what everybody else told me my dad telling me being accountant because you're good at numbers you know don't be you know don't don't do this other thing um and like just hearing constantly, people again telling us no, 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 and then all of a sudden you're you realize, oh no, yes, I can, yeah. and not from anyone else, but from you. Yes. Like now, that's the power, the most powerful voice you can have. Yes. tell you something.
0: And and the truth is, like once you really start to really own it, right? Like you mm-hmm. can say it, but really own mm-hmm. it, people start to believe you. Yeah, it's really amazing. Um, you know, it just again, like with the, with this podcast, like I really um believe in it and yeah. um uh i think the and this also comes through my tantra too because i have a very strong uh, meditative practice as yeah. well and and a tantra practice and i'm basically like on a f- constant inward like i'm doing i try to do something to better myself or not me- better myself is not the right word but like get in there every day mm-hmm. if i can mm-hmm. and and because that is what gives me the confidence and Allows me to show up in the world with, um, I think just, like you're saying, a level of confidence that is vibrating at a level where I, I'm getting that people are really, like, they believe it. Yeah. You know, like, there's people that just feel, like, like full of shit. I've most definitely been full of shit in my life. And then there's <laughs> times where I was, like, I'm very grounded Yeah, in this place and time and space because I I go there, like you're saying, all those senses activating within, it's... It's powerful stuff. Yeah, very powerful.
1: Yeah, so so yeah, so now I you know I've seen the fruit of of women like in just every human being that actually gets grounded in the in their in their being in their whole being, um, not just certain areas because some people are just all body right and mm-hmm. other people are all mind and other people are all soul or yeah. like you know, but it's like you know when we we find that balance between all of it, um, I think that's when we radiate and are bright and and really like the sun Mm -hmm. which is why now you know i'm working on on this program called sol Mm sol like Mm -hmm. the sun and you know i'm I'm mexican so i really wanted to get down to my roots as well and being like okay um what is your soul power you know what is that inner light that you have and like Mm -hmm. how how are you going to ignite that you know because it's like everyone's different like for us it's dancing you know yeah yeah. Um, and sex, but for other people, it might be other things, right? Other outlets. And Mm so that's like the magic of like your inner son. Yes. And I think that, um, every woman gets to experience that. That
0: to me comes back Mm -hmm. to fun. That Mm -hmm. comes back to the joy, like finding the, finding the fun, finding the joy, finding the thing that makes you just feel good. Mm -hmm. Something like some, when you feel good, other people feel you feel good. Yes. They just do. Like it just, you just feel it. And like. Especially once you, um, especially when you're on intuitive people and you, and you're like very like aware of how you feel around certain people. And I think everybody should just use that as like a general practice is just, how do you feel any time you're, you're with somebody and, and just um, if you are doing those things and it sounds like a really cool program, I can imagine like, again, bringing that happiness, like vibration into the world, into your relationships, into your friends is going to translate beyond just the moment that you are finding joy. Mm-hmm. It's going to it's going to have a ripple effect. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, just I've always been a very big giver and I think a lot of women are very big givers. Mm-hmm. Um and unfortunately, we get to a point where we drain ourselves, right? We, yeah. we we and we don't give ourselves that moment to like like you said to really just check in with with one with and be grounded for the day because when we are grounded, like no matter what someone says or does, like we n- we're not going to be shaken. you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be, just continue to move forward with our vision, with our, our, our being, you know, like, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not a master at it myself yet. Like, but definitely there are times when like, I find myself just feeling overwhelmed and feeling, um, just scared you know sometimes like of like well what's gonna happen right Mm -hmm. and I use a lot of like my spiritual practice meditations and movement to just kind of get my my energy like again up and running because like you know energy is a a real thing as most people know energy is a real thing and so um I once heard a friend say like movement changes your mood and it's like okay. Sometimes you just gotta move. You gotta yeah, just shake it, out. shake it out, shake it out, or just take some action. You yeah. know, like um, you won't find any clarity until you just take action. You know, yeah. so just make a choice, do it, and if you fail at it, well, guess what? Now you're clear. Like that's not the way.
0: <laughs> yeah, stagnation is the killer. Yeah, so just move in a direction. Mm-hmm. Do some standing still is like uh, anxiety. That that is where that is the heart of where anxiety, at least for me, rest is knowing I need to do something and doing nothing. And then time passes and I'm like,
1: it's getting no, right now just yeah, thinking about it. I shudder just listening to it.
0: Well, Natalie, I've had such a good time talking to you today. Thank you so much. Where can people find you on socials?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, natalie.garnika. And then uh, you can also go on to my website, love-rev.com. You know, I believe that this love revolution begins with ourselves. So, you know, we get to love ourselves.
0: Fuck yeah, we do. (laughs) Yes, we do. Yeah, if you don't know, it's uh, self-love, guys. A lot of of self-love, self-pleasure. Selfies, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, trip on this.